Welcome, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever the time of day may be where you are and tuning in. This is the Two Queens Podcast. This podcast is unscripted and just good conversation about an array of topics covering business, entrepreneurship, love, and entertainment. We are two career-driven entrepreneurs and founders who are wives, moms, and success story creators. We are committed to advancing businesses and brands. My business bestie, Shai Michiano, and I, Boss Lady Lynn, will be sharing with you all the ways you too can be out here girl or guy flexing your way to happiness, success, and freedom. Girl or Guy Flexing is building a tribe and collaborating to extend your strengths in business and creativity. It's a vibe shared by people who are strong-minded, confident, and won't quit. We are setting goals, manifesting success, and working together against any odds. There's no need to be invited to a seat. We are bringing the tables and the chairs. So sit back and join us as you listen to this bi-weekly episode of the Two Queens Podcast. Welcome to the Two Queens Podcast. This episode, we're talking about legacy. That's right. Legacy. Leaving a legacy. So what is a legacy or what is leaving a legacy leaving a legacy is leaving your mark on the world essentially most people hear legacy they're thinking about gifts they're thinking about um money or property that's being left by someone that is passed on or in a will but really legacy means you you're putting your stamp far in the future by making a contribution that's going to pave the way for your upcoming generations People want to leave legacies because they want to feel like their life mattered and the hard work that they put in and the grind and the endure, you know, everything they endured on their journey served a purpose. So legacy really is a thing that is handed down by your predecessor, a thing, an action, something. Um, It's heritage. Heritage is legacy. Mm -hmm. Um, Your reputation is a legacy. Oh, that's a good one. So let's talk about that. What does what does legacy mean to you? So when I think about legacy, and now I just want to, I'm going to take it a step farther. Um, but when I think about legacy, for me, it is definitely something tangible or something that I can leave for my, my children. For instance, mm-hmm. I wrote a book, but I wrote my book with... Uh, with my children in mind so that they could follow the blueprint on how to start and conduct business. And it's, I mean, if you read my book, you know, I hold no punches. Right. You know I the book. So I needed it to be authentic. So it's, it's an asset for me to give my children, but the, the, where I want to go with this is I want to take it a step farther because people just think legacy and they just think something that is just so far from you know, out of reach, right? Out of reach. Mm-hmm. But there is a huge difference, and I think we need to talk about before we get to that. We need to definitely touch on why, um, black and brown people are not 
leaving legacies before we actually get to where I'm going. Because right now it's a big issue for our community. We don't know how to obtain it. We don't understand what it is. I think that's where you starting with knowledge and understanding what it means to have a legacy that you're leaving. But also we have to acknowledge that for black for black folks, for typical black people, we're less than 10%. We have less than 10% of the wealth of a typical white person. You know that? So and I and I understand because that could be so discouraging when just when you you hear that, you know, and I often always wonder what are we doing wrong what can we do different and my dad said something to me and he was like we've been we was always set back it was never in the cards or the way they set us up for us to obtain it but today we have the we have these different things in the palm of our hand where we can actually start making these changes to make a difference in our children's lives but when he was growing up it seems so far away right you know they felt stuck you know and 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 my grandma and my grandpa luckily they was able to buy land over 40 acres of land and pass it down and Um, they were they were among the few that were able to do that because you know realistically black folks couldn't you know the the mm-hmm. wealth gap was spread because of unfair financial practices because of um, credit discrimination because of um, economic disparities so you know your your grandparents were among the few black folks that were able to acquire land and actually keep it because a lot of black people had land mm-hmm. but they got it taken away from them they were um Wait, how do you say they were, um, you know, they were tricked out of their they land. Were tricked a lot out of, of their land, exactly. Yeah. So I, when I think about that, one of the, the things that I I know to be an issue right now today with this generation, our generation, and the new generation, they don't know the difference between wealth mm. and being rich. Right. There is money. Yeah. Money is everywhere. And I don't care what y'all say. When you listen to this episode, I'm, I'm standing 10 toes down on what I'm about to say. This generation, they're very um, innovative. They're mm-hmm. very technology driven. With that being said, they're very microwave-ish. <laughs> they want everything right. fast and quick. They don't save. They don't understand the concept. So let me go through this real quick. Rich. What is rich and what does it mean to be rich? Rich is basically having a lot of money or income in the bank. Mm-hmm. That's it. You got mm-hmm. the money in the bank. You can touch that money. All those things. That's all. You just have money in the bank. But in the wow. bank. So so if I got a if I got stacks under my mattress, am I rich? Yeah, you're rich. Uh, let me let me okay so so we since we're gonna go there yeah you can have it under your under your cushion and your couch you're rich right because it's something tangible you could touch it that's your money but aside from that that's really it right wealth on the other hand um means that you have money in the bank or in your cushion of your couch as lynn would say (laughs) um but you have assets assets 
um, that's constantly making you money. It's working for you. Right. And one of the things that people don't realize today that's an asset is life insurance. Mm. You can make the richest stand rich or the wealthiest stand wealthy because they're making that life insurance make money for them. So when I think about legacy, a lot of our parents and their parents didn't know what to do, mm-hmm. how to do, so they couldn't really educate us on how to create that wealth, that legacy to pass down. But oh, we live in a time of technology and we live in a time with so much things. Are at Google, honey, Google could teach you how to do some things these days, right? Absolutely. So with that being said, there is a clear difference with wealth and being rich. Mm-hmm. So define wealth for us. I mean, we know what rich is. Rich is the money, the tangible. Yeah. So now wealth is assets. You making assets. that money, right? So you don't just have money. You make you have things. Life insurance is an asset. Um, if you invest in a property or real estate, that's the asset. Why? Because residual. it's generating, right? It's residual, it's generating, constantly generating money for you. Um, right. So it's so many different things out there. If you decide you want to invest in stock, here's the thing. you you, you It's a risk in all, right. but you don't know until you try and, and you do it and you make those plans, right? So a lot of us in the Black American community, we just... We without insurance, we without investments, we're dying off and leaving our babies with absolutely nothing. Nothing. And that term, this this is my my daughter brought this up. She said, you know, mama, when you say this, what does it mean to have a silver spoon in your mouth? Mm. And when <laughs> I think about that, that's that legacy, that's that generational pass down that we have not had the luxury to see. Right, right. But we can have that now. And that's what I do want. I do want to provide um, just a few tips before we move move on from this topic. You know, there, there are ways that we in the black and brown communities today can start to be, you know, start to build generational wealth and legacy passed down to our families. One way is we it's a tried and true way that we've seen happen um, happen. Um, communal wealth we gotta work together mm-hmm. that's one like communities and like you just said families are um parents are dying off leaving their kids with nothing we can leave our kids with community with a tribe of people to help them mm-hmm. um two some support black businesses how do we build black generational wealth black and brown generational wealth we support each other support black businesses and you touched on the other um, point that I was going to hit on was invest in the stock market. Start small. Mm-hmm. Don't try and go and, you know, hit it big your first first time out or, or show up at the stock exchange in New York City. Start small. Learn and educate yourself and then have that available for your children and your grandchildren and, and their children to come. Now, I want to also say... I know somebody's probably going to listen to this and like, oh, so I shouldn't buy Gucci and I shouldn't buy Louis Vuitton. And my thought process on that is it's okay to have nice things. What's Mm -hmm. not okay is that 
after you buy it what what that my dad said this to me and i will never forget this and i know you got i know you have heard this if you buy a new car and you leave off the lot it doesn't have the same value so i will i will challenge you to if you buy that louis vuitton bag mm-hmm. and what value would it have later? Do you think it's going to have the same? In, in other words, invest in quality, something you could pass down. So, you know, if you're going to buy that diamond, is it going to be worth something for your children to eventually, if they run on hard times, can they use that diamond to go do what they need to do to take care of the bills of the house or whatever? I, and, and I challenge you to, to think quality over quantity of things. Or brand name, because there yeah. are... There are black businesses that are producing luxury handbags. Oh. Yeah. That are not the Gucci's and Louis Vuitton's and and you know the uh Hermes bags. You know, so find find you can find a quality product. We have quality products in our communities. And I think too the worst thing that has ever happened to our community was that we was we've been washed out to think that other things are better than what we can right. that we have so the investment is not there and, and you know you leave it up to our grandmas and our papas and our memas you know segregation changed the game mm-hmm. right so i just want to make sure people understand that legacy you have that control now it's too much information for you to say well i'm leaving this world and i have nothing to give my children so right. And it's never too late to start a legacy. So a lot right. of people say, you know, it's I passed it. You know, they're they're their grandparents listening to this show and say, you know, I'm already up there. I can't start. There's it's never too late mm-hmm. to start your legacy to leave for your family. It's too much to do. It's too much out here to give. Um, and so yeah, I, I think this is necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that uh you know this is just this topic and really really go on like i want to come back to this at some point because mm-hmm. um i want to kind of give some actionable steps some more especially if you're young right now you in a position yes you in a position that a lot of us like a lot of us didn't have or know you yeah. have the know-how now so i want to come back to this in the future to talk about hey if you you 20 you better go ahead and get your life insurance policy that you could build some some money off of that you could cash in right. you know if i had known what i know now <laughs> with the resources like you yes. got, you on tiktok all day monetize that tiktok invest in it invest look, in TikTok. look <laughs> at the best the best example kobe Bryant is not in this world and he's still providing from his for his family by um what's it armor i can't think of the drink right off but it's the armor drink mm-hmm. and they getting all this money off that okay it was armor, a- hit, us up. hit us up for this little <laughs> shout out you got <laughs> <laughs> just that though and you know what i mean that's an investment he made two years into the company's the life of the company so just think you know we always and and the other thing i want to bust up before we get into the next part of this um conversation is that black brown indigenous people please stop thinking everything is a scam (laughs) everything in this life is a risk how are you gonna know what's going to work for you everybody trying to pay it safe i think the pandemic should have woke you up with safe okay Mm -hmm. absolutely i mean without risk there's no reward 
Hello. Hello. That's the mic drop right there. Without <laughs> risk, there's no reward. <laughs> Walk away, right? Walk away, right? Like <laughs> we say, Obama out. <laughs> right, right. Just boom. Just walk away. So, Greg, yeah, I agree. I do want to come back to um, this topic and, like you said, provide some real, um, like you, what you said, steak and potatoes. Yes, girls, the meat and the potatoes of how you get to this. What can I do now? And I mean, we're going to look for some experts. We're not just going to be talking to tell you, you know, because we we not, we experts in a certain field. So we want to talk to the people who do this for a living every day, who is making changes in our community and who's making sure our people are straight and understand what's happening. You know, it's not just buy a house. It's more than just buy a house. Right. You know. So absolutely buy some great land. Buy <laughs> land. Buy the land. Okay, great deal. So and now um it's time. It Uh-oh. is time to roll out the red carpet for a very special guest. We are excited, super excited to welcome AC Brown. AC Brown is a commercial print model an entrepreneur and founder of the nonprofit Dante Andre Annie. AC Brown, welcome to the Two Queens podcast. Hello, how are you doing? Thank you for having me. Hey. And let me make sure I, we said it right. It's Dante Andrew Annie, right? Yes. Andrew. Okay, because I always say it wrong. Uh, and Andrew is my father and Annie is my mother. And Dante is my middle name. Oh, okay. Oh. I like like that. Dante, Andrew, Annie. Okay. Yes. So tell us a little, tell us a little about, because we're talking about legacy and we just mentioned, you know, your, your father, your grandfather and your middle name. Tell us a little bit about your nonprofit. I wanted to establish a nonprofit because I I do not, first I do not, I do not have any children. So I wanted to establish a nonprofit first and foremost, because I wanted to, leave something behind when I leave this world. And I wanted to establish it in my parents' name because my my mother was a professor at Grammar State University. And one of the main objectives for putting her name on it was I wanted to establish a scholarship in education Mm -hmm. in my mother's name. And my father, he was blue collar. And he worked at Paper Mill, but he also grew and worked on the farm a lot. And one of the things I want to do under his name is to establish a scholarship in the agricultural field at an HBCU in my father's name. And that's what I want to carry on and leave behind in my parents' name. And that's the basic reason for me establishing the nonprofit. And there's something else that I also want to make sure that I take care of and handle and contribute with my foundation as well. And that is, we have a memorial park that's established in my great grandparents' name, the Robert and Aggie McConnell uh, Memorial Park. And what I wanna do over time is, is to get that park built and have it erected in a way to where it looks like a legitimate park. And as a black person, these are things that you do not see in our community. We're always mm-hmm. having to go to someone else's and use somebody else's facilities. And 
like you were saying earlier about a lot of times people think that our stuff is not good enough. So we always have to go to someone else's mm -hmm. stuff. And I want to make sure that I leave something back that shows that we as black people, people are very powerful and innovative people as well. And that's what right. I want to make sure that my nonprofit leaves its mark on this world before I leave. Mm -hmm. There's something you said I want to point out because in our earlier conversation, we talked about it. Um, it's never too late to start your legacy. And you're saying that, you know, your, your nonprofit and your foundation, it started, um, you started to help build a legacy to carry on your parents' names and um, through scholarships. And then you also said that you reach back even further with the Memorial Park to carry on the legacy with your grandparents. So again, it's never too late to start that legacy that 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 stamp that you're going to put far in the future to leave on in this world and a lot of times people put i call it they, they stymie themselves with age and they think a lot of things mm -hmm. are about age and how old i am when I'm, I'm too old for something and and if mm -hmm. god gives you life god has a use mm -hmm. for you and that's he's the foundation mm -hmm. of everything that i do and to me, if he wakes me up, then there's something that he wants me to do. There's a purpose. And right. I know one of my purposes is, and my main purpose is, is to be an example for others that look like me, and especially black men. Because if you look at the, the landscape right now, everywhere you look is women. It's this for women, it's that for women. And I do not have a, a double standard for women. I just know how beneficial it is when black men step up and actually lead. And let's lead I'm by example. Doing praise dance. And, and let's lead by example. And sorry, Ace. That's okay. Because I, <laughs> I understand. Not to do to do a praise <laughs> dance, but carry on. <laughs> and I understand. And, and we don't have that many examples of this. I guarantee if you look around the, the United States and if you look at black families and like you were talking about earlier about the land and what's on that land, there aren't that many black families that have a lot of property. And there's wealth in the property, it's in ownership. Wealth is always about ownership. And I'm real big on partnerships. And like you were talking about earlier, a lot of people attempt to do business and operate by themselves instead of thinking about partnerships is right. wealth in partnership in partnerships and when you can work together and that's the only way the black community will ever ever rise up and not depend on someone else's we have to work together and that doesn't mean that you're anti other races and ethnicities it's just that there's power in your community you have to build your community and you're talking about the legacy that's the examples that we're talking about leaving behind so they'll know that okay they left this to me so let me build on this so even though i do not have children i'm already looking around and finding someone that i can mentor that i could leave this to for them to continue on what i'm starting to build right that's important that's how we you know we talked touched on you know creating communal wealth uh -huh. 
you know, having those communities, that village that we, you know, that we, our ancestors were used to, Yes. you know, the village raised the kids, the village take, village, villages take care of passing down um, generational traditions and generational wealth. So um, I like that you said that there are, there's absolutely wealth in partnerships. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think too, I think like you talk about this village. Oh, listen, we are, we done got to this point. We so independent. Mm-hmm. We don't need nobody. You know, I remember when we was coming up, you know, you got in trouble. You That's the whole house. That's next door neighbor. That's at the schoolhouse. So it's so things have certainly changed and people are all for themselves. So I wish we could get back to that time where it was the village that raised the child versus, oh, that ain't got nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Right. It'll mm-hmm. change the dynamics in schools. It will change the dynamics on how, you know, just in general, how we raising our kids. It's just different. It's so different, you know, and and I think it has a lot to do with that independent behavior. Um, and that's a whole nother conversation, child. But anyway, that's a whole nother episode, because especially like he, he mentioned, you know, the black man in the community. Maybe that's another episode. But I, I like that you threw that in there. Yes, because you know what? And that's and that's another thing. We need to see more black men stepping up to the plate to one show the younger generation of of men or boys that's coming to be men on what is expected. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Because there's so many fatherless homes. So, you know, like for I'll give you an example. Y'all know Biggie Loud. So when I say Biggie sit down, it don't it, it didn't register. But let his daddy walk through the door, it registers. So he's gonna have to teach him how to be a young man, correct? And so with that being yes. said, he has to learn how to handle himself and how to eventually be the man of a household. You know, how he how if he's not being taught now about what a, what a, that all means and coming up to a legacy like you do what you you mimic kids mimic what they hear see mm-hmm. and if they don't see your, the parents out here being in the community you know just going out to invest you know your kids mimic what they see right so if you mm-hmm. professor you going you teaching and you're educating yourself and your baby see that guess what's gonna happen he's gonna follow in that same tracks absolutely it's so true because mm-hmm. I, I mean my four-year-old i said what do you want to be when you grow up first thing he says i want to start a business oh yeah so they they're going to mimic and they're going to see i want to have meetings <laughs> like you do mommy you know so cool. that absolutely it's show kids kids are going to do what they see and that's the same thing with legacy you know, they're going to mimic what they see. And if you're not putting it in front of them, you're not, te- that's, I mean, you're not teaching them what to do. Oh, my kids hear about life insurance like it's on TV every day, all day. Hey, you need to get you some life insurance when you get this age. You need to keep that cancer policy. You need to make sure you have this. You know, you keep talking to them about it. Tell them, stop being so secretive with these children. Right. And you're, you're never too young to hear these things they may not understand what it is and a lot of times people do not give children the the credit of actually listening mm-hmm. and when they hear it over and over they're going to ask questions that's just a norm, that's just the mm-hmm. way children are so when they start asking questions now you want to give them that information so it becomes it takes the place of the message from the and i'm not knocking hip-hop but the messages 
the negative messages that come out of some of our music. Let me just say it like that. So they're hearing the life insurance and starting the business and the legacy versus the, I'm gonna split your wig and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that stuff that has no relevancy. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that's what a lot of the boys are. And that's what a lot of our young men are getting caught up in that message versus the message that, that you ladies are talking about this evening. Yes, I have a question for you, AC. And I, I don't know if you ever said this or, but what was your, I think you've mentioned it. What was your mother initial plans for the Memorial Park? My mother and my mother used to be the chairman over the family, the family unions that we had, which they started back in 1976. And she chaired the, the reunions. And her and her cousins, because I want to make sure that when my relatives hear this, that I'm not saying that, oh, my mother is the reason for the park. I know how we do things sometimes, how we listen. Yes. yes. Look at family. How we listen. How we listen. But as a young boy, I always worked right beside her as she did all of the collecting funds and the organizing and the calling and sending out the letters. And I saw the sacrifices that she made. Cause you know how when people have to pay their dues, they don't pay on time. Well, someone has to cover that cost because you have to do things by a deadline. So I watched all of that. Now, but the main thing I got out of it was her commitment to her family. Hmm. And now she has, she's developed dementia and Alzheimer's. And I want to make sure that I continue on what her goal was with that park was to see that park become an actual park like the parks when you get ready to have concerts or you go to you have a family picnics that's what i want the park to look like and, and at some point the our pictures would be presented so when i keep saying what i want the park to look like so they fully understand it's in development but it's not finished and that's one of my goals is to make sure that i carry on my mother's part that she was contributing i want to be the son that continues to hold up on my end and hopefully the other family members would carry and hold it very end, and we'd be together and we do this thing. So people from and all I around the world would want to come see what the Robert and Agam McConnell Memorial Park is all about. And I think you said something, I, I asked that question because, you know, we talking about our kids mimic and you mentioned you watched, mm -hmm. you helped. And this is a great example to drive that point home. You was there firsthand. You got an opportunity to experience that. You got an opportunity to hear her in action, see her in action uh -huh. and make things happen. So, you know, that that was why I asked the question because it had to be something you either saw, heard, or understood what it meant to her uh -huh. and, and why it was important. Right. So I have the question. I have a question. I do want to ask you, um, AC your definition what does what does legacy mean to you outside of the legacy you hope to leave mm. what does legacy mean to you my life everyone has a purpose in life and most people spend their life if they don't know what it is they desire to know what their purpose is what were they born for what is it they're supposed to do well, I've asked that question before in my life. Well, now I know what that purpose is. So legacy for me is, is for me to leave my mark and to leave something behind 
that when my name comes up in conversation or they see my name somewhere, they'll know that this is an example of what he stood for and what he represented. And we like this or I like this. So I'm going to make sure that this continues to grow. And that's what legacy means to me is leaving your mark on this world in a positive way to where it can go down through the generations and it has a positive connotation and message to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. So you hear that, you guys? You hear AC Brown? <laughs> I don't know that name, AC Brown. Yes, yes. AC, I want to, because I, I think everything was so on point with this episode. I just can't even begin to tell you. I know people going to, you know, have some comments, you know, share your comments, share this episode with people. But I want to really, really say thank you to AC Brown. Thank you to our first guest on the Two Queens uh, podcast um, for one, just stepping out here and sharing your 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 um, legacy of Dante Andrew Annie with the world. Folks, we just got exclusive. It has never been shared before. And so I, I really appreciate you um, coming on with us tonight, morning, afternoon for many people. And um, I mean, Lynn, do you have anything you want to kind of add to that? I just want to say thank you again. And also, um, before we sign off, AC, where is the park located? I know it's not open already uh-huh. yet, but where can folks find the Memorial Park pretty soon? If you go on to Google, it's the town I live in, which is the country area, is pronounced Chatham. And that's spelled C-H-A-T-H-A-M as in Mary. And that's in North Louisiana. Now it's in the, the backwoods off the road, which also makes it a very beautiful and secluded location. And some day when I, when I show you these pictures, you're gonna love it and get the real concept and idea of how beautiful this is and can be as we add on to it. And its location is also very special because it's off the main highway and it's just, it, it's a wonderful thing. It, it, it really is. And not just because it's part of my family, it's just what it's about, what it stands for and what it can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely yeah, love definitely. that. And you know the Queens will be there when we we go on to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. We will Absolutely. Be there. If you like quiet, <laughs> you're gonna love it. <laughs> peace. You know, peaceful. we city we 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 city girl, so we you know we don't we don't move from our little city area a little bit. But um, AC, tell the folks where they can find more about AC Brown. You can log on to my website at www.acybrown.com you can find me on Facebook and YouTube acybrown and you can find me on Instagram at acybrown and also at acy underscore brown underscore collection and also on LinkedIn acybrown and those are my social media platforms and website where you can find out and read more about and follow me. Go out to my Instagram and follow me. I'm I'm going somewhere positive. So you you better better plug yeah, it. You I better am. plug it. <laughs> <laughs> you better plug it. So I want to say thank you all for listening to another episode of the Two Queens podcast. You just listened to our legacy episode, and we appreciate you for listening.
Have you heard the exciting news about Swanye and Swank magazine? This November 2021, they are celebrating their one year anniversary. The Black Excellence magazine was launched during an unstable and racial divided time of 2020 when much of America and the world was fighting a global pandemic. Lots of media outlets were careless and biased, creating narratives that just weren't true. Founders TJ Brinkley and Lanisha Ely decided to combat the media's perception of Black and Brown America with a digitally sourced publication that curates positive stories of Black, Indigenous, and people of color, highlighting their excellence in businesses, families, careers, and fashion. Black and women-owned, they are dedicated to advancing communities and promoting stories and brands that are making a difference. Visit their website at soignezswankmagazine.com to grab your copy of the Legacy Anniversary Issue and a limited edition anniversary gift box, all while supplies last. Thanks for joining us this week. You've just listened to another unscripted and power pack episode of the Two Queens podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, comment, and share. You may also find us on Instagram at the Two Queens Pod. Be sure to tune in again for more real talk with the Queens. Until next time, remember success takes work, continue your hustle. Shine bright and never dim your light for anyone.